and welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast covering everything there is to know in the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt, the best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, the best club in Europe, the best club in the world for that matter. But we are a little bit biased. I am your host, Brian and Casey. You can find me on Twitter at KCSGE. More importantly, follow the show on Twitter. That is at HEFPod. Follow us on Instagram. Hey, I'm Jack Frankfurt on the gram. You can get in contact with us with other venues. That is HeyDineTrekFrankfurt uh, hey, at gmail.com, facebook.com slash he at pod for all the latest news and information in the, uh, covering Eintracht in the English language can be found in one spot so long as they are not a bunch of Scots who are uh, just mouthing out a bunch of gibberish or English, which has kind of been the case since uh, uh, we entered the semifinals. Anywho, uh, you can also find our new website. We're going to be knocking out content left and right from the written to the audio. It is hefpod.com. So that being that, you can also get in, uh, just give us a like and a review on whatever podcasting platform you happen to use, whether it be Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever. Give us a like and a review. Let us know where you're listening to the podcast. It helps other eagles find us in the podcast landscape. And hey, if you can help grow the Eintracht following, why not? Because, you know, we're not exactly as boring as watching paint dry, which can sometimes be said about some teams in the Bundesliga. That being said, here to talk about the Bundesliga and the Frauen Bundesliga and, of course, Europa Pokal, it's Chris in Detroit. Hey, bud. Brian, it's going to be a great week. Uh, this weekend, the Bundesliga was full of awesome action in the final match day. The Frauen are headed to the Champions League. Uh, now it's all eyes, all eyes on the men in Sevilla. Spain's going to be jumping. And uh, I can't wait to do this. So you are literally going to be jumping for your love, like uh, the Pointer Sisters said. <laughs> exactly. I'll tell you what, I got a surprise later in the show. I brought a special pseudo-celebrity guest picker for this episode. That's how big this one is. So people are going to have to tune in until the end to see who it is. Well, there's not well, there's nothing more than I like than a, a lovely guest spot as Eintracht Emmy here, who is right next to me, can attest. Her, she of the uh, Catalan cow destruction. Anywho, <laughs> <laughs> let's get to the Frauen first. Frauen are the ones who had the most exciting stuff happening at the weekend. What they needed was Potsdam to lose to Bayern Munich. They needed Eintracht to beat Werder Bremen. They did both. Both things happened. Eintracht Frankfurt came away with an astonishing 4-0 defeat of Werder Bremen. And, hey, Matt, uh, uh, Matt Matt in New York was even texting me during the match thinking, oh, my God, can we actually do the double Champions League and uh, of Frauen and Champions League for the men as well? And I'm like, dude, at this point, all, you know, like, all bets are off. Eintracht Frankfurt finished the season after 22 matches played at the Bundesliga season. 15 wins, one draw, six losses, yikes, and 46 points. A grand total of nine points behind Bayern München, which you have to look at it from the standpoint of the number of losses. You know, what if? But fact of the matter is, I did make my prediction that the Eintracht Frankfurt would take that next step. 
after uh, having a mid-table finish to the Bundesliga, making uh, the Frauenpokal final and really giving Wolfsburg a real go of it. They ended up getting to the promised land of the Champions League. We will be talking about that uh, later on down the line in terms of when uh, and who the Eintracht will play at that phase. Uh, two rounds of qualifying for them to go. But <sighs> Chris, you're one of the biggest proponents of the Frauen that I know. And you were loving every bit of this, including the illegal Danish stream that you found. <laughs> there is nothing I loved about it in real time. Because the Federation just continues to screw us over with viewing rights here in the United States. I know other countries are streaming every match. There's no reason we can't either. I appreciate ATA football and NBC Sports picking up a couple matches this week. But you pick the wrong ones. Just put them all on there. It costs you virtually nothing. Just do it. But anyway, um, I got it. That's like we're not contractually, but I'm morally obligated to complain about that on every episode, but the, to Frankfurt, um, the scenes were incredible. I had the opportunity to watch a replay of the match today on my, uh, illegal Danish stream that I will not mention. Um, it was extraordinary. The atmosphere there it, it, with 4,000 plus house. fans, full house, the banners, the flags, um, it just, it's everything, everything that we know this club to be. And my biggest gripe in the world is that, you know, the, the women's team, they're new to the umbrella, but that doesn't mean they should lack in the support. And it's kind of been frustrating seeing some pretty shitty attendance numbers. I know it's, it's kind of a new thing for those that followed on track Frankfurt, but not FSA. I get it. Um, it's new, but Learn the women's game, especially the Bundesliga, one of the best women's leagues in the world. Uh, there's some top talent here. And it was on full display for us, full display. Um, out of the gate, there was a little bit of tension, just a little bit of nervous anxiety. I don't know if somebody was feeding Nico the score of the Bayern game on the bench, but when Bayern went up 2-0 right around the six-minute mark uh, down in in Bavaria, suddenly our players shifted their tone a little bit. They loosened up a little bit after <laughs> seven to eight minutes and uh, to score one in the 10th minute and then just pour it on after that. It was just, it was nice that you're in it the last day of the season. I was not as optimistic as you were about champions league this year. I still thought we were a year away. I'm always glad to be wrong on this show. Uh, but really the women turned it on and it was nice to be in a position where we didn't need that Stuttgart type of late goal drama to save our asses. Uh, we were in control from the start and it was really just coasting to the finish line. And the way they went from uptight at the start to just chilled, laid back, enjoying the moment, interacting with the fans in the stands and the emotions pouring over in the second half, especially after the uh, Fragang second goal and then the Newskin goal um, was at 63, 65, somewhere around there. You could just see the weight off their shoulders. And uh, yeah, it, it was pretty incredible. Even watching on replay, knowing what was coming, I enjoyed every <laughs> second of it. There you go. 
I like I like how the team, like you said, just kicked on and just looked great uh, at the final hurdle because I had been predicting that the women could still pull it off up until the final match day. And do I feel a little poetic justice? Yes, I do a little bit uh, because the Eintracht Frauen have done us all great service and uh yeah if nothing else we'll have one team to cheer on in europe and one team who get who honestly with the field that is going to be made up i think that this team can do one better than hoffenheim did uh and their participation in the uh the uefa women's champions league but that's just me talking yeah, you know, I'm going to put it out there. I know it's a little early to look ahead to next season, but I think we're obviously mm-hmm. going to be better. Our young core is growing up. Uh, every week we saw it, and the the race at the end of the season is only going to make them stronger come next year. But it's time to move the women's side into the vault stadium. Mm. Uh, that is where the Eagles live, and there's no reason that they should have a different nest. Bring them back home. Um, <laughs> you know, Close off the upper bowl if you want to. Throw throw fifteen twenty thousand in the lower bowl. Show up and support them. Champions League, Bundesliga. It's high quality, and next year's only gonna be better. Uh, we had forty six points this year off of a lackluster middle two months. Um, Mid fifties mm-hmm. next season should be the expectation. So you're talking a second place, maybe contending for a title with Wolfsburg and Bayern. That is absolutely on the table for next season well why not ladies why not take that next step for the eintracht to just kick ass and take names i can't wait for you guys to be able to show off uh your prowess when it comes to playing and the uh not just the fr- balancing the frauen bundesliga frauen pokal and uh, the UEFA Women's Champions League. It's going to be fun to watch you guys kind of improve and develop. And as you mentioned, Chris, there's so many uh, players on this team who are already locked into long-term deals that this team can really develop uh, into something spectacular uh, going down the line. And you just kind of have to wonder it's like where the team can go from here. And will they kick on? I think the answer is yes. Uh, moving from the Frauen to a little down the river uh, and one day prior. Uh, uh, it was the Rhein-Mind Derby, for those of us who refer to it as that, or just the Eintracht versus Mainz match, uh, for those who refer to it as such. A 2-2 draw uh, for Eintracht versus Mainz. Throwing out the first team, or... Uh, Glasner did talk about in the pre-match that he wanted to get his first-team players uh, the starts, the match time that they need to make sure that everything's clicking. Didn't look so bad considering uh, what was a team that never seemed to have exited first gear. But a goal from Bore, a goal from Tuta, uh, you just still got to wonder with uh, Lindstrom back in training, is he going to be in the starting role or is it going to be Halga? Um, is it going to be Yakik or Roda? Those are the kind of big decisions to make. But I actually enjoyed the fact that we, unlike Rangers, who uh, obviously we're going to get into them in a moment, but uh, Glasgow Rangers took everyone... Everyone who participated in the match against uh, Leipzig at home, 
is not involved in uh, their match at the weekend, whilst Eintracht goes with uh, the complete opposite approach. Now, did we pull off basically everyone that we could? Yes. And uh, I'd like to hope that uh, the squad cohesiveness is still there. And as I mentioned, that team, despite the rather warm weather that Roman happened to share a few pictures to us, um, it was not a team that was looking to do all too much, and yet they still found two goals. So there you go. Yeah, uh, we didn't have to have a win there. We were not fighting for any sort of position. Um, Nor was mine. than pride and nor was mine's um but there's always that local flair to this one and we hate mine's with a passion on this show and just (laughs) our fans in general and now they're kind of like you know our has-been club they're buying every player that's not kicking it with us so (laughs) i I don't know i mean i don't even know what you call that like the junior varsity usually get calls up we call it like the uh they call it in golf like the champions tour you play your time in Eintracht Frankfurt, then you go down the boat to Mines and you know play around there for a couple of years, and then end up in oblivion. I really, they've been buying players off us for a while. I don't remember the last time they hit it big with one. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, I, I, that's not a dig. It's just kind of a observation. But back to this game. Um, even though our foot was never really on the gas. Uh, there were a couple things to be pleased about. I thought the passing was better improved from our last couple of lackluster performances. Uh, and even though we didn't go into any challenges hard, we were still physical when we needed to be. Statistically, we were, I mean, dead even in almost every major category. Uh, and to do that with, you know, trying to keep safe and have full squad rotation, we couldn't ask for more than a point there. I thought it was fair for both sides. Agreed. Um, I like. I really liked uh, how uh, Torre was still able to interact. I like uh, in Tuta in the center, considering the fact that we don't have uh, Hinteregger. Fürstik looked pretty good coming off the bench. Hasebe, yeah. I mean, it was just a moment. Uh, Jens uh, being able to work, and uh, we saw the very, very last of him. We saw the last of Kilsanker. You know, never say never. Who knows what's uh, happening on Wednesday, right? As a, as a, no, no he, he's not registered. He's not. A, he wasn't registered. Oh, we left him off in the second half, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Well, I hope he's there. I mean, he, you know, love him or hate him. There's people on both sides. He was a big part of this squad, and I hope he travels. I hope he's there with his brothers. And you know, it's 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 a weird position like that for a lot of these guys that we know are moving on next year, and may have just played their last game or a couple weeks ago for some of them may have been their last shot. It's kind of weird. You're hanging around, you're at team meals and meetings, but what's your role really? So Il Sanker's always been a, a hardworking guy. I mean, never pumper. fault, never ever fault his effort. You can fault the execution, but the effort has always been there. And I appreciate that. Uh, Brian, who was it that got, they got beat up a bit in the second half. Uh, My mind is failing me right now. Is he doing all right? Indica is fine. Indica is fine. Uh, He was pulled off against uh, Mites, but at the end of the day, he's still looking good. And uh, uh, Glasner said that he's still match fit. Uh, uh, Granted, we are recording this before 
the uh, pre-match post conferences do go down. But uh, in terms of how long, <laughs> in terms of pumping out uh, the podcast and everything, it was just going to be a little just too, uh, too last minute for us. Uh, but yeah, for me, having him avail having him available is clutch because that's another absolutely unit when it comes to heading balls and set piece opportunities. And uh, yeah, considering the fact that Rangers loves to get down and dirty. We need somebody who's got no problem with grabbing a guy by the testicles and squeezing hard until they scream like little girls. That was graphic, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I keep on thinking back to uh, what uh, Vinny Jones grabbing Paul got that famous picture oh. of Vinny Jones playing for Wimbledon, grabbing Paul Gascoigne playing for Newcastle United, and he just gives the entire package <laughs> just a big old. <laughs> <laughs> grab and crunch with a much bigger fist and you just <laughs> see him <laughs> screaming in pain. It's uh, one of the funnier bits that you'll ever uh, see put on a poster and yet everyone uh, immortalized that look so yeah. <laughs> Gave a little bit more graphicness to it. Uh, uh, is French so he'll he'll just he'll just do a light a light bag tap and then slap him right upside the face because he's French. There you go. I mean it's a little bit more than uh, Paul Bissonnette did on the TNT broadcast the other night, which I was on the floor <laughs> laughing about. But okay, we're starting to talk about hockey. Sorry, folks. Um, so this is the wrong mentioned- week for that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So uh, Eintracht taking on Mainz match all done, season all done for the Bundesliga. That is. Um, yeah, you know this is a perfect time to uh, mention how the Bundesliga table went. Um, so honestly. Uh, uh, the top is going is the table uh, is going to play out like this. Bayern Munich obviously finishing the season as champions. Blah blah blah. Uh, Borussia Dortmund happened to have a win at the weekend. We'll say who that is in a second. Finish in second. Bayer Leverkusen happened to have a win over Freiburg. Uh, so that meant that Leipzig finishes in fourth behind Leverkusen. Union Berlin, though. Surprise package to, I think, all of us this season. That in FC Köln. Uh, they finish in fifth. Freiburg in sixth. Because they're involved in the DFB Pokal, they go immediately into the group phase of the Europe League. So let's see what Freiburg can do with that. But Union Berlin, now not in the Conference League, but in the Europa League. I'd like to see what they're able to do with you know, no COVID restrictions. Um, their stadium still doesn't meet the UEFA standards at last check, so they'll have to play the matches at the Olympia Stadion. But imagine if they make the knockout phase of the Europa League. That th- th- uh, they could easily fill. I'm pretty sure with their fans that they have, they could fill the Olympia Stadion. So that could be a really killer op- atmosphere. Imagine this. I know we're skipping ahead about 30 seconds in our table review, but imagine Union playing in the Olympic Stadium and Hertha's playing the next night in a second division match. <laughs> it's on our doorstep right now. Oh, too much. Uh, I mentioned FC Cone did finish in Europe. They finished in seventh place. 
uh, above Mites, six points above Mites. Uh, so Cone lost at the weekend. I'll mention that who uh, that was against, but Cone and their traveling fans, that's going to be great for the, the Conference League. And I anticipate, I will openly state that I expect them, unless they have a group from hell for them, and this season in the Bundesliga is also going to hell in a handbasket, kind of like the last time they were near, but I expect Cone to finish in the top two in their group, regardless of who is in the group, and I anticipate them to drag like tens of thousands of fans everywhere they go, just like the Eintracht fans did. It'll be a great viewing either way. Um, mentioned Mainz uh, finished in eighth, Hoffenheim in ninth. There's actually a chance that Hoffenheim is going to fire their coach. That's still up in the air at this moment of time. The team in tenth place has replaced their coach. Adi Hutter is out of his job at Borussia Munch and Gladbach. Stick that where the sun don't shine. Stick that where the sun don't shine, you son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, couldn't freaking spit it out Nathan there. Today. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe he should just leave it in, to be fair. Eintracht Frankfurt finishing uh, in 11th place. Um, we're above Wolfsburg, who uh, finished in 12th, losing to... Uh, Bayern. Uh, well, I mean, they were, they were playing. Uh, they looked okay against Bayern. They actually had uh, put Bayern through the ringer when it did come to uh, the end of the season. No, they had a draw. Oh, I thought... Never mind. It didn't really matter at the end of the day. We were getting the draw because they fired Kofeld. They already... Now they got to hire another coach. They, that's going to be uh, like... Think of it. Glasner left. They're playing a very dangerous game. Like, yeah, they keep... I get you underachieved in Europe. You underachieved in the league, but... And spend you know a lot what? of money. You spent a lot of money. You're going to spend more money on buyouts and getting in the people you want. And at the same time, you're going to have to bring in a whole new system. Um, uh, they're playing a dangerous game. I know, you know, teams have done that, tempted that, and it's worked okay. Uh but it's dangerous with them. They're trending down, not up. Or, you know, the the people they fight within the table every year, kind of like us or Gladbach and Hoffenheim, uh, we've got things going in our favor where Wolfsburg is just, you know, maybe not Gladbach, but they got money to spend. Uh, Hoffenheim's <laughs> trending up. Cologne, Mainz, those are, you know, as much as Wolfsburg wants to, they want to be a level above that, they're not there. And Indeed. changing regimes for the third or third time in five years. Uh, ridiculous. In, in the last coach who did anything with them was Glasner. And you got third and then, uh, excuse me, seventh and then fourth. You know, your losses are game, brothers. Uh, anyways, moving down to 13th is Bochum, uh, who was not firing their coach and is super excited to have their local rival Schalke join them. Three variations of a Revier Derby. That's going to be exciting stuff for that area. Uh, in 14th place, who has also fired their coach, is FC Augsburg. Marcus Feinzel has left the club. Uh, they say mutual consent. I got to look at Augsburg and just kind of wonder that they're thinking, you know, we spent an ass amount of money on an American striker and it didn't pan and it. Yeah, you know, it he's stupid young. He like it's not painting out yet. But then again, you got Weinzel at the but head. But it's a midseason transfer. Exactly, Those midseason season transfer. transfers never work well, especially the ones changing continents. 
And True. I know they don't have any choice but to keep him for next year at this point, but they've got to be looking to develop him and get some return on that investment because they can't have another season of a 14th place finish where they, they had a record signing come in and do absolutely nothing to help them out. True. And uh, you got to look at them if they don't make, honestly, with only knowing at this moment in time, 17 of the 18 teams that will be participating in next season's Bundesliga, Augsburg is going to be one of the teams expected to be a rock bottom. Just just saying. Uh, let's go further down the table, and this is where it gets fun. Stuttgart pulled away. 15th place. They are safe. They are staying in the Bundesliga for another season. This is how it went down. So they were playing FC Köln. Took a had a penalty saved, but knocked in uh, a goal uh, in the first half. Köln was able to get an equalizer through Anthony Modest. Dear God, how many the amount of goals that that man has scored this season is kind of baffling, considering he is well and truly on the other side of thirty and leading again Cologne back to uh, Europe. It's quite amazing how all that has come about. But remember, they needed to win and have Hertha win uh, losing to Borussia Dortmund. So what happened in the Hertha match against Borussia Dortmund? I already mentioned. Borussia Dortmund won, but this is how it played out. Hertha scored first. Borussia Dortmund went into the half 1-0 down. <laughs> if you're a Stuttgart I mean, fan, you were, were just pissing. The, 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 both teams were looking bad. And the thing was, it, eventually... Was, you, uh, was it an Erling Holland hangover? Were they just, you know, just so sad that he was leaving that they forgot to show up? Or did they make too big of a deal about it before the match? I always think those, you know, saying goodbye things should be held for after the match. Right. Number one, it keeps people in the building longer. And number two, you're not, like, zapping the energy. You're not getting all, you know, weepy or mopey if you're sad about losing the guy. Um, for me, I would have held that ceremony until afterwards. But what do I True. True. But, yeah, early in Holland, 68-minute uh, equalizer. And then the 17-year-old uh, Mokoku, I still think that there's a lot of things that's going to be seen from that guy, uh, gets a winning goal in the 84th uh, minute. I, at that point, was like, oh, my gosh, Stuttgart might actually have a chance at this. So 84th minute, goal for, for Dortmund. It's all set to play. And into extra time. The player who I have said multiple times when we have faced against Stuttgart is the man who I would love to have at our club, Vat- Vataru Indo. To me, he's going to be the key player uh, to how Japan plays at the World Cup. Yeah, okay, so is he the guy scoring the goals? No. Uh, he's the engine that and the tackling that's going to win the games for, uh, for Japan. And yeah, in the second minute of added time, the 92nd minute, a goal off the corner, and boom. In the back of the net, fans go crazy. Full match, full time is blown. The fans rush the pitch to celebrate their uh, safety, and they actually tear down the goalpost itself. Looked like a fun time to- uh, and re- very reminiscent of uh, Eintracht Frankfurt's fans coming onto the pitch after making the final. Yeah, I got a lot of respect for Stuttgart. Uh, their fans have been through a lot. They've seen the highest of highs not too long ago and absolute lowest of lows. So they 
deserve to have a moment like that. I've seen it all over uh, non-Bundesliga soccer Twitter, and it's really cool to <laughs> see. I mean, really, like we see so much about teams being promoted and teams, big name mega clubs winning titles, but to see a real, you know, a real proper 50 plus one have a moment like that and get recognized for it in different platforms is really cool. Yeah, there are ways that they say themselves that was trending on social media everywhere. And even had a friend who was like, hey, I saw this. This is kind of crazy. And I'm like, yeah, gave him the lowdown. And he said, that is off the chains. But anyways, uh, so yeah, Hertha finishes in 16th. They will play Hamburg. Not a small task. And a Hamburg club that has been absolutely uh, on fire of late. Uh, I think they've won uh, their last four of their last five matches, and until the last match where they uh, conceded two uh, to Hansa Rostock, who had an unsavory banner uh, directed at Eintracht Frankfurt, um, remembering their uh, final match day stuff with us. Uh, I don't want to get into further of that. I'm already going to call it. Uh, so on third, what is it? Uh, so Eintracht plays on the Wednesday, and then the very next day is the first leg at the Olympia Stadion. I mean, honestly, Hertha—they've got those guys have got to be so emotionally gassed, and the Hamburg fans look absolutely buzzing. I honestly am looking at this, and I'm like, Bobich, you made a blunder, and a big one at that. He wanted to go home. I, yeah. I mean, nothing yeah. we could say or offer was going to keep him. True. Nothing, nothing we could say was going to keep him around. And yet, at the end of the day, it still feels good to see uh, that happen <laughs> from a selfish standpoint. <laughs> Anywho, uh, yeah, that's going to wrap it up for segment one because that's it. That's the end of the Bundesliga season. It's now on to Europa Pokal and hashtag what are we drinking? Chris, what do you got? All right, so I'm tasting blood in the water today. Uh, That's I gross. Think, <laughs> let me finish. I'm going somewhere with this. Um, Frankfurt, uh, we are sharks, right? We, you don't see a lot of us. We kind of swim in the deep a lot, but then we pop up and you know take somebody down to the deep water and and uh, just destroy them. And so I'm tasting blood in my mouth today, and I think we're going to carry it into the game on Wednesday. So in honor of such, I am drinking a blood orange honey uh, from Sheboygan Brewing. Uh, it is... Of course it's from it? Sheboygan. Everything's big in Sheboygan. Oh. She- Sheboygan, Michigan. Not that Wisconsin garbage. The real <laughs> Sheboygan. <laughs> If anyone sees a certain Wisconsin Christmas listeners, music. I'm, I'm in a little trouble. Uh, <laughs> you probably are. Well, we'll come to Madison soon enough and they can take a bite out of you, pun intended. <laughs> no, really good uh, summer beer, though. The Blood Orange Honey from Sheboygan Brewing. There you go. I am back on the Maybach. I happen to crush a big old one while I was watching that second division action, uh, which in case anyone was wondering what else happened, uh, Werder Bremen ended up getting the victory in Thursday against Regensburg. So uh, Werder Bremen and Schalke, after the briefest of brief times down in the second division, is coming back. And fingers crossed, folks, that we get Hamburg back as well because we already got one Berlin team sticking around and 
Hamburg as a footballing city not being in the Bundesliga is a crying shame. And best we do that before the next TV contract renegotiations begin. Can't seem to take it out, (laughs) to spit it out today. So that's wrapping up for second one. We'll be back looking at the big match for second two. So stay with. Back segment two of Hey Eindrick Frankfurt, Brian and Chris enjoying life, just buzzing because we've got the Europa Pokal coming up. Where can you watch this in the world and who can you watch this with? You may wonder. So we've done our research and this is where you can find it in the English speaking part of the world. So Australia, they happen to have it on Stan Sport. I know that they've had a lot of con- a lot of guys on there and they'll have a huge panel on there because the Scots are playing in this. So they love that. Sports Max app uh, is taking care of everyone in the Caribbean world. D-A-Z-N or DAZN, as some people also refer to it, is taking care of our friends north of the border and Canada, which, well, I guess they're technically south of the border for you, Chris, as the geography works. Technically, yes. Okay. Wanted to, wanted to make sure on that, because I was like, wait a second, is that right? And Fun here's- fact, for those that don't know, um, Windsor, Canada is straight south of Detroit. So there's your... So when they sing the song Born and Raised in South Detroit in the Journey song, Don't Stop Believing, it's a bunch of hogwash. Canada. There is no South Detroit. (laughs) Uh, Gibraltar's got GBC. Uh, Germany has Servas and RTL. You got Sky Sports Australia. uh, Austria, that's taking care of us there. Uh, There is some YouTube streams that are available, so kind of depends on where you're located in the world. BT Sport is going to be showing this in Ireland, along with a lot more uh, radio stuff, which, uh, yeah, if you're able to listen to that and don't have uh, your geo blocks on, then you can enjoy that. Spark Sport in New Zealand covers our Kiwi friends. In the United States, you can watch that on TV in two different languages. In English, that is CBS Sports Network and TUDN, formerly known as uh, Univision Deportes. We'll be having that in the Spanish language. And yeah, in the UK, you got Talk Sport Radio, you got BT Sports for TV, and BBC Radio 5 Live is cranking it out for those uh, north and south of the border of uh, England, Scotland, and Wales. Um, and I believe even the, the BBC Radio uh, Alba, which is the... Uh, uh, the Gaelic speaking uh, uh, Scottish community will also have a feed of that as well. But like I said, that's not really in English. So, anywho, where can you watch it uh, outside of what platforms you can watch it? So, for our Eagles in the United States, they are as follows. But I'll I'll take care of my our Canadian friends. So, goat, if you're in the GTO area, that is Greater Toronto area. So, in Toronto, that is Shenanigans Pub. Watch it there. You can watch it with me at Kansas City. 
beer company uh, in Kansas City. In New York, we happen to have quite a few people joining Matt to watch in at Jack Dempsey's. In D.C., where you, Chris, are going, along with Nathan and the rest of the D.C. EFC crowd, where are you going to be watching it? We're going to be at the Beer Garden House on East 8th Street. Uh, take the streetcar for, straight from Union Station. Uh, Nathan will be there. I'll be there. Mention this podcast. I'll buy you a free beer. Only one? I got a lot of people coming, you know? Thank you. You don't pay me enough. <laughs> uh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, yes. So that's where you can find them there. Uh, where else you can find uh, the Eintracht Faithful? You might ask. Go if you're in Boston, the Munich House. If you're up in Portland and the Pacific Northwest, go to Goal, G O L, the sports pub. Uh, in LA, the Fox and Hounds is going to be showing it for, and some Eagles have mentioned that they will be watching it there. Note. There will be a few Scots available, so just say hi. Just be like, all right, for 90 minutes we can hate our, each other's guts, but after it's all said and done, we'll have a few laughs and probably may uh, become best of friends. Anywho, uh, Grail Sports Pub in Miami, got you covered there. In Chicago, in the Ukrainian village, go to Cleo's. They'll get you taken care of there. Brauhaus Schmidt in Philly is where you can go in Philadelphia. In Nashville, I think it's in the Gulch neighborhood uh, in that kind of downtown-ish area. Uh, just go to the pub where you can watch it there. In Indy, you can go to Chertetti's for there. Uh, St. Louis, uh, Amsterdam Tavern. It's got you covered. Madison, Wisconsin has you covered with the Great Dane pub uh, in Minneapolis. There's several of them. Yeah. Hit up the correct Great Dane. Check our map. Yes. And that can be found at hefpod.com slash maps. So Minnesota, Minneapolis, Minnesota, you got Brit's Pub. In Vegas, go to McMullen's in Seattle. There's multiple options, but uh, Berliner Pub for Seattle. Denver, we have uh, Stoney's Uptown joint so that's just a taste of all the places that you can watch the Eintracht if you happen to be in an area that was not mentioned that you know that you're going to be meeting up with fellow Eagles let us know via all of our social media channels and we will put it out there as we will do every single day in the lead up to the match so now it is time to talk about Eintracht versus Rangers <sighs> Chris it's a, it's, a, it's a fun old time of it you know I mean Eintracht's a Eintracht's a wonderful club, a family club, one that you can pass down to the next generation. I know that I will. I've been waiting for this opportunity for so long, and uh, I think you have someone who would like to join us to talk about what she believes is going to be happening with the Eintracht. I'll take it. I'll let uh, she in Detroit of the blonde hair take it from here. All right, so here's the deal. Everybody knows I bring it up on practically every post-Europa uh, League episode that my daughter's school has been the good luck charm. The reason that we're unbeaten in this run is because I've been stuck in a pickup line with the worst sell signal, and the more I get a bad signal and can't see anything, the better we play. Now, I was struggling on how to handle this. Do I travel for the final? for a watch party, or do I sit through the school line? It's work. I'm superstitious. No, I can't do that. It's too big. So I decided our celebrity picker this week 
was going to be the kid that is my good luck charm, my daughter Lily. She's a super big Eagles fan. She's been pumped for this one all week. I think she's got a big prediction. Who's going to win the championship this week? Talking to the microphone. Who's going to win the game on Wednesday? I don't know. You don't know now? What do you think the score is going to be? I think 10 10 to 0? For who? For for the other team, they get 0 and our team gets 10. What's our team? She has a hard time saying it. The Eagles. It's her first radio bit. <laughs> but I tell you what, uh, she's going to have the red and black going. Uh, we might throw a little bit of white in there. I don't know if that's in the school uniform. But, Isn't uh, that kind of up to mom? That's kind of up to mom at she'll that point. She'll have her, her stuff to Tilla with her. That's her good luck charm. It's worked all week. They're all season. So she's that's looking forward to it. <laughs> there we now, go. Now this is fun. This is the this match is going to be a fun one. This match is going to be a fun one for uh us older people, for the younger crowd and the fact that we have the opportunity to share it uh with family. These are the kinds of things that um literally an entire generation has missed out on with this club and the fact that uh, I get to share it with my family, and others are going to gather with their families. It, it's once in a lifetime, literally, for some people. So we're making the most of it over here. So you heard it <sighs> Such from a good Lily. story. 10 0. 10 Philip Kostich, if you're listening, get those shooting boots on. Woof. Uh. Yeah, that's more goals. That's about as many goals that were scored in the Eintracht Frankfurt versus Real Madrid match. Uh, but <laughs> hey, well, you know, there's a first time for everything. Maybe they're reverse the script. True, very true. And hey, wouldn't it be awesome if Real Madrid wins the Champions League and we win the Europa League and we get to take revenge on Real Madrid in that fashion? That would be great. That would be great in my personal, in my yeah, humble opinion. To go though. <sighs> so, key players so that we need here. Key players that we need to have functioning at all moments of time. It's Rafael Santos Bore. Look, the man, the myth, legend. Well, okay, he's getting to that status. <laughs> um, look, with his goal at the weekend, I think that gives him uh, just a full head of confidence. He has shown that in the biggest of uh, opportunities that he can pop up and do what needs to be done for the Eintracht with a score a goal against Barcelona or basically hole up the best uh, West Ham option from set pieces all match long. Um, for me, it's him and his distribution. If he gets that on point, whether it be Costage on the uh, – if he's got his back to goal, bringing Costage, bringing Knauf, Kamada, Schustig, uh Hauge, Lindstrom, whoever it is, even going back to Yakut. And so if his distribution is on point, I don't see how the Eintracht doesn't take advantage of the fact that they have, from an attacking standpoint, more firepower that is available to – uh, be put on display. Now, Rangers, how did they get here? Well, it's called Ibrox, their home stadium. Um, we both have rabid fan bases and have been fighting over tickets for since we basically qualified uh, for the final. And 
at Ibrox, they always were able to come away with using that as a key piece in why they would proceed into the next round. So it was beating Dortmund, it was beating Leipzig, it was beating Braga uh, to get to this final. For them, that was the key item that allowed them to do what they do. And yeah, there's a lot of fans that are here, there, everywhere in the sur- surrounding this match. But the fact also remains that in their run to this, just like with Eintracht, you know, they utilized, and they also had an extra run, excuse me, uh, against uh, uh, Red Star, Belgrade. They were flawless, 2-2 at home against Dortmund, but it was the 4-2 away that just popped those guys. I thought that was a little on the fluky side, but, you know, they then ran through Belgrade, took control from the word go. They crushed Brog at home after falling 1-0 down, and Overturned the entire leg with a 3-1 victory or Leipzig at home. Always at home. That has been removed. And now it is down to the team that beat Borussia Dortmund 4-2 at the Westfalenstadion. The team that lost to Red Star Belgrade 2-1. The team that lost to Braga 1-0. The team that lost to Leipzig 1-0. This was all away from home. The elements that made them such a struggle to defeat to, to uh, such a struggle team what has been removed for the most part and i think that the gas has been let out and the balloon is deflated and now it's time to run it over so here come the eagles two to one victory all right uh i'm excited for this it's been a long wait to make this prediction and i've gone Many different directions with it. Um, I'm only going to talk about Rangers for about 10 seconds here. Uh, Ryan Kent is good. He's not Roy Kent uh, from Ted Lasso, though, good. <laughs> no, no, he's not. He's no Roy Kent. Um, Alfredo Morales is good. Uh, James Tavenier. Tavenier? Tavenier. However you say it. Yeah. Uh, he, he's a point-producing machine from the back line, uh, kind of like Hinty of a few years ago. Uh, that's a little scary for me, but let me put it this way. Uh, this isn't about anybody else. This is about Frankfurt. It's about the Eagles. It's about 40-plus years of frustration and even longer. Just generations have gone through and not had this opportunity to feel what we're going to have the opportunity to feel. Now, it's an opportunity. We're all high going into this match on this player, this matchup, the scene. But it's only an opportunity until you get out there and make something of it for 90 minutes. So we need guys who we've been harsh on all year, Um, whether it was necessary or not, uh, getting on Commodore for his poor Bundesliga play at times, for getting on the right side, for having no threat and leaving everything on Kostich. Um, Lindstrom has had to grow up a lot. He's coming back from injury. We need him to be tough. Knauf has been a blessing on the right side. There's just so many players. We could go one by one for two hours. But this is Frankfurt's moment. Uh, And I don't believe there's any team out there. Nobody could stop Barcelona with the run they were on. Uh, nobody could stop West Ham because they beat some overrated team in the Premier League recently. Uh, everyone's, 
everyone's doubted us. Uh, they can't beat this team. They can't beat that team. Well, now nobody's doubting us. And nobody thought we would make it this far, and we have. So the question is, are we up to the challenge? I think we are. And it's going to be the usual Europa League suspects. It's going to be Daichi Kamada early. It's going to be Kevin Trapp in the middle, keeping things together. And it's going to be Philip Kostic finishing things off late. I'm talking like 82nd to 85th minute late. Uh, Nathan is going to have to keep me, you know, in check because I don't know if I can handle it. I mean, this is going to be one for the books. Wherever you are, have a paper bag nearby. All right. Wow. (laughs) That's good. Those are our predictions. And, of course, we also have predictions from Roman, who said 3-1 to the Eintracht. Unable to be on this podcast. He will be watching back in Germany. And as mentioned, uh, Matt will be at Jack Dempsey's watching with the EFC NYC. That's supposed to be a lit time there, folks. Just go to any of the pubs we mentioned. Or if you don't happen to listen to uh, uh, be in those areas, we can find where uh, Bundesliga fans are welcome. And that you can watch it with fellow Eagles. Perhaps you will meet someone that you did not know who's also an Eagles fan. Just by happenstance. And they may not listen to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt podcast. Introduce them to our podcast. We will, we love doing the fan pre, uh, profiles uh, from here and there and everywhere. <sighs> Chris, let's fucking go. All right. I'm ready. Let's, <laughs> I'm ready too, buddy. All right. That's wrapping up this episode 224 of Hey Eintracht Frankfurt. I thank Chris in Detroit for coming on. I'd like to thank our little good luck charm in Detroit. Lily, thank you, my dear. Ways you can get in co- touch with the podcast. That is at HEFpod on Twitter. That is Hey Eintracht Frankfurt on Instagram. That is Facebook.com slash HEFpod uh, for that link. And, of course, you can always get in touch with Chris. How can we do so, Chris? Yep, just a reminder, our map again, hefpod.com forward slash map. I will update those as soon as we get submissions. And we're going to keep that rolling. So if you find a new place, make some new friends. If you find a new bar that's better than the old bar, let us know. We'll update it so Eagles can always make connections. Uh, But you can find me on all the socials, uh, Peloton, Instagram, Discord, Twitter, at CNTheD313. There you go. That's it. All right. Folks, remember, uh, be safe. Cheer on the Eagles as loud as you possibly can. We want to bring this trophy home because that party will be nuts in the Romer. So until next time, when we're going to be recapping this match, regardless of which way that it does turn out, juice. Who's going to win the championship this week? For the other team, they get zero, and our team gets ten. What's our team? Eintracht Frankfurt. Frankfurt, la 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 la. Hey, I'm from Frankfurt, la 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 la.